Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your host, Yatunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yatunde, you ready to talk about semester planning? Yes. And if I can, I think I, I, think I have a real-life story to share. If, oh, if, I, if, if time permits. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I had a student a few days ago. I saw a student mm-hmm. who came in with her parent and our discussion was all centered around how to plan for her upcoming semesters. She had just had a semester in, you know, it was her first semester in college, first semester, you know, post COVID. And she was trying to figure out how do I plan for future semesters? I didn't do so hot it last fall and I kind of struggled and now I'm, I'm scared to take a full load again. Mm. Um, I know I want to work and I still want to work and I have the support of my parents. Her mom was wonderful, really, really supportive parent. And, but I just don't know where to start with planning because now I'm a little afraid of what I should be planning for. I'm just not sure. So I just thought, you know, it's always um, great to share what are some tips because it does change after you get that first semester under your belt how to plan and what you plan really matters after that first semester so what do you tell students when they come in and they've kind of are sort of not sure about planning their future terms great question and first thing i want our listeners to know that every story is different right Mm -hmm. and because some of you may be working 40 hours a week so that planning might be two to three two classes, possibly three classes, right? Some of you are working, you have kids. And so that might be two classes, right? And so figuring out one is like first your life pieces. So that's the only, that's the way that I always start with my students. It's like, what's going on in your life? So let's say a majority of my students are going to be full-time college students. They're going to have the ability to take that full load, which is typically around 12 units, right? And so 12 semester units. So for those students, once we start to see where their pieces fall, like, for example, are they working 20 hours a week? Are they working 10, 15 hours a week? Are they working 30 or 40? If they're working typically around 15 to 20 hours, that's the majority of my students are doing that part time work. um, I start planning with thinking about like, what makes the most sense for Mm -hmm. For you in in terms of like, how do we get you out the fastest, right? Mm -hmm. To transfer if they're planning transfer or you're hitting that educational goal. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is where I feel like the counseling piece comes in, right? We're not just advising you on like, yeah, take these classes so you can graduate. But this is where the piece comes in where I'm talking to my students. Like, do we want to balance our load? Can we take a lab class this next semester along with the... the math class that we're taking and the English course and that major course, right? Are we feeling the semester where we want to really start to focus a little bit more on our major classes because we're interested? Mm-hmm. And then the other question is, is if we're thinking about our major and maybe we're not 100% certain, maybe we're not fully focused on taking four major courses because we know that that might change, right? Because we already have this gut intuition. So I tell my students the best thing I need to do to help you plan your schedule is for you to be honest with me and yourself. 
mm, right? Yeah. Of what makes sense for you and not listen to the noise of what everybody else is taking, mm. what the school sometimes is telling you, like you have to go, you have to graduate, you got to go. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. focus on you. Mm. That is a lesson of life right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I love what you're saying about that because I think just the same way as in we're trying to get you out in a time efficient way, right? It also could mean, though, that taking things a little slower might be better, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, when when we're talking about classes, you're right. We're not just advising, take this class. This is what you need. We're also looking at the combination of classes. We're looking at what your long-term goal is with that major. So, for example, in the example that I gave, my student was wanting to be a nurse. And, mm. you know, that can take several semesters. That can take a lot of planning. And, yes, we could try to, you know, plan out, you know, four classes. But what good is the four if she's getting C's and B's, right? Oh, and then for nursing, right? That's... Right. That takes her out of competition, right? So we talked about focusing on just a few classes, that you can do really well in and not have to withdraw. And so those are all the things that keep that goal possible and keep that goal still at the finish line. So it's it's really important to also think about the combination of classes. So I always tell students, you know, if you're working and you're also going into a competitive field, uh, slow and steady wins the race. You know, it's better to do well in a couple classes every semester than to take a full load and withdraw or get a B or C, right? Or get a C. So those are the kind of things I always tell students to look out for. Yes, I really like what you're saying on those pieces. And just like how you're saying is like, there's other ways to make up those classes, right? Some of my students will take a summer class. So maybe they're not, they'll take two summer classes. So they're not Uh, taking so many fall and spring courses. Some community college offer winter session. So Mm. when everybody's off, right, it's about five weeks during when most schools are off, I should say, during the holidays. Um, Some of them are still offering like five-week courses um, to get you to take some of those general education. So looking at those, and those are usually online. So you might live far, but that class might have that online GE that you can do. So there's different ways to play that. Hmm. And the main thing is also for, it depends on the school that you're, if you're planning to transfer, is sometimes they're very specific on GPA requirements. And if you're trying to load up your schedule and take 17 units just so you could finish in two years and you're not hitting those GPA requirements, then you almost are setting yourself up to not to get into that school. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's like all of these these pieces are so important when planning. It's not just like I need to go in, get my classes for next semester because it's it's also that domino effect. I worked with a lot of STEM students. And if you push that math class one semester later, you can push your whole transfer plan. Right. Right. So they stack like these things stack. And it's like I always say it's like a domino effect. Right. Mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if this happens, then this is going to happen. Right. And it's that's why students sometimes they get frustrated with me because they'll be like they'll email me and they'll ask me a quick question. I'll be like, "Ooh, come in and see me because mm-hmm. it's not that quick, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And mm-hmm. it's, I always tell them and I love my students because they're so understanding because I'll say, look, 
it's not that I don't want to help you. It's just that I don't want to mess you up because if I just say like, yeah, yeah, take that class. And then we didn't look at something and that keeps you here an extra year. It was a prerequisite class. Ooh, you know, like I'm going to feel horrible. Right. Mm -hmm. So so when you're talking to a counselor, it's not as easy as just emailing them and saying like, oh, would this affect how is this going to affect me? You want to have that conversation with your counselor. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love it when students say, I just have a quick question. Should I take calculus one or calculus? It's like, nah, it's not that simple. <laughs> it's never <laughs> a yes or it no. Was. It's never yes or no. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Those are really good questions. And uh, for our listeners out there, they're like, why not? You know, I, I know I'm some, I'm sure some of you like, it just means, and it's like, look, it's just like, we don't, there's that bigger picture out there. Um, There's that bigger picture. And we want to make sure that you're that you're getting through this path in a timely manner mm-hmm. and something that makes, again, that makes sense for you. And I emphasize that a lot because I know so many times students are so worried about what everybody else is doing. My friend told me to do this. My friend told me to do that. My friend said this. I'm like, look, we got to focus on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. So what would you say is the one takeaway for our students today? The one thing would be Look at your look at your plan for next semester and really think about how this semester went. Mm-hmm. Was it good? Do you have to prioritize uh, school a little more than work? Do you have to reduce some of those work hours? Hey, maybe it wasn't that bad and we could take one extra class. Um, we can add that those extra three units because we feel like we got the hang of it now. Mm-hmm. And we're also going right now in the transition from COVID. So think about how that's going to shift. Is there going to be transportation time now versus online, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So think about those pieces and don't just think like, oh, okay, I'm just going to go plan in my schedule and this should be good, right? Those little pieces are going to help you so much. And my last thing of part of my one thing, you see, I'm extending this, you tend to, you know me. (laughs) And it's been three things. (laughs) (laughs) My few things, right? Is if you get there that first day of your new semester and maybe you're signed up for five classes and you look at everything, look at the syllabi. I always tell my students, look at them and it's too much. Remember, you have those first few days usually or a week, depends on your school, how it is to drop that class and readjust your schedule. Mm. right and don't be afraid to do that because that might help you better and you know you have that gut feeling right you tend to so that would be my my five things <laughs> what's your one thing? all great points all great points i my one thing would be this you know sometimes um if you are getting caught up on the timeline i want to transfer by x date you know, uh, sometimes that can lead to a lot of unrealistic expectations. And I just want to remind students that, you know, having one semester longer or, you know, having a semester where you don't really have much going on is not the worst thing in the world. We did talk about this um, in previous episodes. So there are creative ways to make an extra semester you know, effective and useful. And don't be so caught up on the time. You know, for the traditional student, one more semester is, is perfectly fine. And so, you know, don't let that get in the way of you overwhelming yourself, overloading yourself, and not being able to do as well as you could have done if you had stayed focused and stayed with the plan. 
And I say that to all the students who, you know, make a plan and then they shift it without consulting a counselor. So yeah, be just be really conscious of, you know, doing what is best for you. Absolutely, Zendaya, right? You can't replace that C. Right, exactly. You can't replace that C. Can't, so. yep. Especially for nursing, y'all, for our listeners out there. <laughs> All right, y'all. So we hope that you enjoyed today's uh, episode. Please remember this is all for informational purposes only. And please make sure to follow us on Instagram. And Yatende, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and S-E-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.